This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Man, Affleck is having a rough week, huh? Uh-oh. Ben Affleck uh, was on Jimmy Kimmel last night, and he almost started crying. Here's the backstory: He went on Howard Stern earlier in the week, and he was talking about his marriage to Jennifer Gardner. And he said, quote, we grew apart. We had a marriage that didn't work. This happens. He also says he respects Jennifer. They tried. But ultimately, he didn't want their kids to grow up with parents who didn't like each other. And then he said he probably, this is where the problem comes in. He said he'd probably still be drinking if they stayed together. Quote, it was part of why I started drinking alcohol. I was trapped. Hmm. So the internet picked up on that, and people have just been uh, dragging Affleck about his comments, saying, oh, Jennifer Gardner, the, it's her fault you were drinking? Weren't you a gambling and alcoholic before, gambling addict and an alcoholic before you guys got married? Uh, didn't she take you to rehab after you guys mm-hmm. divorced? Didn't she continue to take care of you? So Affleck wanted to clear the air on Kimmel last night, and here's the audio. He said that I had blamed my ex-wife for my alcoholism, and that I was trapped in this marriage. Like, just made me out to be like the worst, most insensitive, stupid, awful guy. I get it. Me, I'm happy to be sad, Batman. I'm happy to be Dunkin' Donuts and the meme. I understand. (laughs) Really, like, it's about my kids. I gotta just draw a line. It's the exact opposite of who I am, what I believe, and I would never want my kids to think I would ever say a bad word about their mom because this really upset you. I mean, obviously. I I feel for him on it to a certain extent because his words were kind of twisted. An unhappy relationship could drive you to drink. Like if you're in an unhappy situation, no matter what your life appears like from the outside, if you're not happy, a lot a lot of people fall sure. into that trap. That's, if you're if you're not in a good place emotionally, yeah, yeah. mentally, then and you already have existing addictions, it's it's going to probably uh, drive you to at least want to follow your your path to, towards those demons. Of course. But I do remember what you said about people criticizing him because she was taking them to rehab. This, this has been an ongoing problem, so it's not what started the drinking, but it's what continued the drinking, I guess. Yeah. He, I, either way, I guarantee he wish, wishes he didn't say it. <laughs> well, I mean, why do you go on Howard Stern? Howard Stern always gets these stories gets out of people, out of so you. it's like... What are you expecting? He's going to get something out of you, so don't go on Stern if you don't want to deal with the backlash. Come on our radio show, Affleck. <laughs> we never get anything out of anyone. Yeah, we'll give you some softballs. Come on, bud. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting close here. I know my kids are very excited. They're starting to get, get amped up. They're asking me five, six times a day how many more days till Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, this, this year... I bought a Christmas tree as early as possible. It was like late November when we got it. Never bought it this early before. I realized there's a reason you don't buy it. That Is it early. dying already? Oh, buddy, it's not dying. It's not, I wouldn't say it's dying, but I don't know if it's just my dogs getting in there and shaking it up. But there's a lot of needles, and it's uh, oh, not lasting much longer. That's for sure. Are you getting dog presents? Yeah, yeah. I never thought I'd be that guy. But well, the dogs are in the family photos, aren't they? 
Not yet. They, I mean, eventually we're hoping to get them in some sort of yeah. photos. But yeah, I always thought like it was pathetic that like people would buy their dogs like a <laughs> cookie on their birthday or like. Tell us how you really feel. Pathetic. No, I really did, and like, and then I just realized like how excited I was. I was at the T or sorry, the PV Mart, <laughs> and then uh, was like all excited. Oh, I'm gonna get a duck for Bruce, and I'm gonna get a chew. I said, Who well, have sh- I become? Don't, don't tell them what they're gonna oh, get. Yeah, You're gonna yeah. ruin the surprise. Right, right. You know they listen every morning. They want to hear their daddy on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> so you've you've bought them a couple of items. I got yeah, and then Sarah's also got them stuff. They're they're getting more presents than than I am. Do the dogs have stockings? Yes. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> I know. You're pathetic now. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, the mantle looks like it's more of a family. Yeah, right. I don't know. Uh-huh. I like it. I can't, I can't lie. Hey, Bruce and Murphy. Mm-hmm. They're, they're good companions. They deserve something. <laughs> well, we're getting pretty darn close to the end of the year, and that means all these uh, end of the, the year uh, articles are coming out. And the, the roundup lists. Yeah, the year in review stuff, Jim. Mm-hmm. And Pornhub has put out their end-of-the-year review. Strong analytics team over there. <laughs> it's kind of concerning because clearly uh-huh. this means that they are they are saving all of the data that <laughs> flows through Pornhub. And just a, a warning, if you've got young ones uh, in, the, in the area right now, you may want to turn it down because uh, if you haven't uh, familiarized yourself with that website, it is an adult website. Um, let's see what we got here in terms of countries searching for items on that site. Most searches in the world. Here's a list of the countries that, that search and utilize Pornhub the most. Number one, USA. USA. We're number one. USA. <laughs> USA is number one. To the be expected, the most say. popular search in the U.S. is hentai. That can't be possible. That most cannot be the most popular search. search. There's no way. That's the cartoon stuff. Right. Like the Japanese animation, right? I think so. That Tentacles? What? What is that? We are... Oh, my... If that's true... That's number one search. Oh, my goodness. They know. They see... Yeah, Pornhub sees everything. Number two... In terms of using the website, United Kingdom, where are we? We got Japan number three. Now, if Japan was hentai, I would understand. Japan, the top search? Yeah, if that was the top search in Japan, I would Japanese is the top search. (laughs) That's just... What? That makes sense, too. But it can't... Have you ever typed into uh, these browsers, Canadian girl? (laughs) I don't know. France is number four, top search in France. It better not be French. Francais. Oh, you're kidding me. When when did this start? Italy, top search, Italiano. Okay, if I type in Canada, will it just be a girl with a Mountie hat on? Or like, what is going on? Mexico, number six. Where is Canada on this? Here we are. We're number seven. Okay. Number seven in terms of countries that use Pornhub the most. And top search in Canada, Hente. What? I don't believe this. This is crazy. Why would they lie? <laughs> I don't know. Why are they lying? No, I don't know. Maybe it is true, but that seems very a very sad state of affairs. 
Like if you that's all you had, if there was a book and it was like the eighties and you had an old I don't know. Or if you were watching late great movies on City TV as a teenager and, and some Fritz the Cat came on. Sure. Or heavy metal. Of course. And suddenly you're in a situation where you need some relief. Sure, you're home alone. It, it is what it is. But you've got the world at your fingertips. And that's uh-huh. what you're going for, the fake. Stuff? At your tentacle tips. You've got the world <laughs> at the tips of your tentacles. Uh, we're more screwed than I thought. That's the whole point of the website, buddy. <laughs> you have the right to remain stupid! I do kind of feel bad for these guys, even though I know I shouldn't. So, there's a couple guys over in the UK. And they went to a gas station. They said, uh, we, we want some, uh, some scratch-off lottery tickets. The clerk said, how are you going to pay for those? They said, debit card. Now, this is where it gets sketchy. (laughs) They didn't actually have the debit card. They just had the number and the expiration date written on one of their hands. But for whatever reason, the convenience store cashier ran it through anyways. (laughs) What, he tap it against the the machine? Boop! (laughs) Three of the tickets they bought were losers. One of them hit for 10 pounds. So about 13 bucks US. And then the fifth ticket, it's always the last one, huh? Hit for 4 million pounds or close to, I think that's over 6 million Canadian. So they won the jackpot. 5.3 million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> they went to, uh, to claim their, their prize. They called Lottery head, Headquarters. Uh, they said that one of the guys bought the ticket. They were splitting the money. And then the Lotto Corporation said, okay, we need your bank account number so we can transfer you the cash. And they responded, we don't have a bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I sweated it off my hand, unfortunately. <laughs> Red flag. Lottery people said, hold on, you don't have a bank account. Well, you purchased this ticket. They can tell what the, the, the form of purchase was. They said, you used a debit card to purchase this. How is that possible? But I... I uh, <laughs> Uh, I did have a bank account. <laughs> so the Lotto Corporation didn't give them the money. And this is, this is the twist here. So they decided they needed the public on their side. Uh-huh. They went to the newspaper <laughs> and they told their story to the newspaper thinking that <laughs> everyone would be like, well, they stole that debit card. They should get, they deserve the money. <laughs> no, they've just been uh, sentenced for fraud and they'll be spending 18 months in prison on top of not getting the the 5.3 million dollars that they won. I'm glad they were arrested, but can we also arrest the convenience store guy who ran the number that was written down on the guy's hand? That guy's just as dangerous and irresponsible, I would say. Talk about not planning ahead. <laughs> You know, you got to be prepared to collect that money. Open a burner account. When they think that they're going to get a suitcase (laughs) full of cash, that is just a roller coaster of luck right there. From $5.3 million to 18 months in prison. (laughs) You have the right to remain stupid. Love a good cover song. Who doesn't? You get to hear a, uh, a different artist put their spin on a classic, and that's the case with this one here. I'm not going to tell you who it is. Jim, see if you can identify the artist performing this version of Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, okay? <laughs> easy come, easy go, will you let me go? Bismillah, we will not let 
I'll give you a hint. We have had this musical group on our show before. We've met them in person, spent probably half an hour with them when they were in here. Is this the people we have in for Talk Like a Pirate Day? No. Okay. So you think you can stone me? One of the biggest Australian musical acts of all time. Okay. This must be the Wiggles, right? It's the Wiggles. <laughs> my next clue was, they are one of my two-year-old daughter's favorite artists. <laughs> uh, Wiggles have a, uh, a new album coming out next March. It's called Rewiggled. <laughs> like reloaded Metallica. <laughs> Rewiggled. And part of the album is like big celebrities doing covers of Wiggles songs. And the other part wow. is uh, the Wiggles doing covers of some popular songs. Like, that, you know they have to. It's like an Australian thing. They got to do some ACDC. Yeah. So they do a cover of Thunderstruck on there. <laughs> Praise You by Fatboy Slim. Is ACDC going to do a cover of Fruit Salad then now? Or how does that work? <laughs> yummy, yummy! <laughs> a Fruit Salad! Yummy, yummy! <laughs> Yeah! Well, there you go. Rewiggled is the name of the album. And you'll be able to pick it up. And if you're a parent, you'll probably hear it 7,000 times starting this March. No question, Ticats fans are a passionate bunch. Mm-hmm. And disappointment, obviously, within the Ticats fan base across Hamilton and the Taz and Jim listening area with the result of the Grey Cup on Sunday. But you, you got to try to keep it together. Now there's uh, one Ticat fan who is being sought by police in the Hamilton area. Yeah, there's a video that's online now from uh, the End Zone Bar and Grill, uh, sports bar in Hamilton. And after the game, pretty much right after the Ticats player took a knee, uh, the last player, the last drive of the game, a controversial knee, For safe the catch. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, uh, this the video shows a guy with black coat on, yellow tie cat's uh, scarf, Viking horns, black Viking horns. He was into it. Yeah, a guy behind him with the yellow tie cat's jersey, number sixty nine on the jersey. Always fun. Viking helmet as well, and they're in that that place that's like in between the restaurant and the the street, the the mid zone, like that that halfway. You know, when you come in from a smoke or something like that, there's like that warm spot right. you sometimes stand in. It's yeah, that the entrance. Spot. Way. It looks like a foyer. So it looks like they're coming back in maybe from a smoke now that I'm looking at it closely. But anyway, there's a giant 75 inch TV screen on the wall. Guy in the black coat punches it with one punch. It makes that crazy flash. And then like there's lines on the TV clearly broken afterwards. And now uh, Enzo and Barn Grill has put this video online, a couple of screenshots, hoping they can find the guy. And they're not looking to, to get him in trouble with the police necessarily. They don't want him to be fined or something like that for vandalism or whatever the charge would be. They just want him to replace the TV. Is, hey, that man, seems you, fair. Yeah. Just get us a 75-inch or whatever. Maybe it's at the Superstore on sale over Christmas or after. I don't know. Please replace our TV, though, guy. And the video is pretty... It's not super clear, but I mean... If you know these guys, you'd recognize them. Well, I... 
I don't know them, but I know 15 guys like them. And if, <laughs> you know what I mean? and if this happened in my hometown, I would have some strong candidates off the bat. <laughs> I, I know how they feel. I lost 50 bucks. Yeah. I had 50 bucks on the Ticats for a straight out win, and it was looking good there for a while. Mm-hmm. I also felt like punching a TV. <laughs> Punch your own TV, though. <laughs> I restrained myself. No, I think that's fair. That's a, They just want the TV replaced? That's a classy move by Endzone. I'd say so, too. Yeah, the post says that the bar was only looking to replace the TV, not press charges. Now, is that how they get you? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like after you cover the TV, you know, what's fair is fair. You know, you made a mistake. You probably happened. feel bad about it. You wake up the next day and you're like, did I punch a TV last night? Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, here's your chance to make good on it. Come on. Jim, you want to put me on the spot? What is this, some sort of spelling bee? Okay. You know the, uh, you know the school, Wilfred Laurier? Spell Wilfred. Spell the first name Wilfred. Wilfred. W-I-L-F-R-E-D. Wilfred? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually W-I-L-F-R-E-D. ID and the reason I know this now is because they just put up some bike signs or some signs in the bike lanes in Kitchener Waterloo and it'll say, you know, the museum this way, downtown square this way, Wilfred Laurier this way, except they spelt Wilfred with an E. So people are upset saying it's a huge waste of taxpayer money because they, they're probably going to have to replace them it's all. It's Frid, not Fred. But I gotta be, I've read that name a million times. I've seen how many of my friends have those Wilfred Laurier sweaters? I've seen them on them a million times. I've never noticed that it was spelled with an I and not an E. So it's, I, I don't blame them necessarily. Yeah, now looking at it. The, it doesn't look the right. The right way looks, looks like the wrong spelling to me. Yeah, it's like when you look at a common word that you never think about and then you, you think about how it's pronounced and it, it all of a sudden looks very foreign. Now Wilfred looks really weird thinking about it, right? Wilfred. Hmm. <laughs> But it's just funny. It's funny when the government makes a mistake like that because then everybody piles on. The sign guy. Yeah. It's a pretty pretty easy mistake to make because the autocorrect would not fix it. But if you work for the city, you should know that's a common misconception. Yeah, you should run it by a couple people with the spell check. It's like when you order a birthday cake and you say something like, just write happy birthday, Steve. And then they write... Just right. Yeah, Happy yeah, birthday, yeah. Steve, on the Verbatim, cake. Yeah. Like before that thing leaves the bakery, someone else should have their eyes on it to say, uh, dude, are you sure that's what they wanted yeah, on there? <laughs> yeah, just a once over. If you're the Wilfred Laurier sign guy, you know, is it, uh, how do you spell Wilfred? <laughs> it's not a common one anymore, is no, it? Oh, no. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.